I thought this wasn't bad, personally, uh, compared no, to having to watch Insurrection oh, and God. Backlash. Yeah. I think this is better than both of those. Yep. By, like, quite a bit. Um, I'd have to say, uh, also agree, yeah. The readers of The Observer didn't agree. Um, really? Like, you got a 38.8% thumbs up, a 29, 28.9% thumbs down, and a 32.4% thumbs in the middle. So it's almost split three ways. Like, nobody yeah, really I, I don't, knew. I don't understand what, like, we're watching the evolution of the de-evolution of that magazine and its viewers, man. Yep. And it's, all going crazy. it's one of those... It's one of those things where it's like, um, well, they rated the best match of the night edge versus angle. And I don't think the match was that great, but I loved the continuing yeah, yeah. angle. The stuff yeah, that the, I mean, the Kurt, fucking Scooby-Doo chase. Yeah, exactly. Like Kurt Angle's one of the most entertaining, like, uh, what, what, I don't know. Yeah. Like in terms of like charisma and like promo backstage yeah. vignette anything he's he's really good at all of it like oh 100 yeah. percent. i don't know um but yeah i'm i was um a fan of the event and the first match is um eddie versus rvd again in what i yep. think of their three matches we've seen so far the best one i actually agreed with that uh yeah so uh, we did miss the the true main event of william regal and d'lo brown on heat uh, apparently William Regal won the European title and um, I made a comment like from like 01 to 04 if, if you ever asked like hey on this date who was either IC or Euro champion fair guess is just say William Regal and you're probably going to have the best odds of being correct if you have no idea yeah. I don't uh, know he, if this is he's just um, always a champion of some sort at some point yeah and D'Lo Brown was famously a European champion as well so it's not yeah. out of the question now um, I'm confused but, when uh, D'Lo beat Spike to win the title. No idea. Don't know. We don't watch the weekly television, so we have no idea. But yeah, no. And there's something that Meltzer wrote in here that I think must have been something that was said on commentary because I don't know why you would say it. He says, "Can you imagine what Brown must have looked like at 400 pounds?" Maybe they mentioned that he used to be 400 pounds. I don't know. Um, D'Lo? Was he? Yeah, that sounds ridiculous. I don't think so. Because I've seen him in Smoky Mountain. He was pretty young, but he was like the same size as you. you yeah, know. he's always been big, but he's never been like in like Mark Henry big. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Meltzer gave that match a star and a half and we didn't watch it. <clears throat> I gave but, it. Yeah. I don't care because it's heat. Uh, but yes, uh, I did. The first thing I said is I did look at the card ahead of time just a little bit. Just to see what I'm in for and. Optimistic to start the show off is what I went yeah. with. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, and like you said, I think we we saw Eddie and RVD again, and I think this was their best match. Again, should have gotten five to ten more minutes, but yeah, what are you gonna do? Um, uh, it was ten minutes and seventeen seconds, but yeah. uh, in general, Eddie knows how to feed RVD for a fast open into the match. He knows how to take all the you know RVD moves, but yep. in this match, he's doing more Eddie shit where he's yeah i mean there's a there's a clip going around on social media right now of all the times eddie's using a weapon and then tosses it to his opponent and and does a bump in front of the referee like oh he did right it. yeah and uh it's one of those kinds of matches eddie's doing a bunch of goofy eddie shit it's hilarious yeah and so uh, there's one part of the match i want to bring attention to so mexican surfboard we all know what it is it's impressive looking 
Is it actually <laughs> feasible? Almost certainly not, but I digress no. wrestling. But there's it's interesting because RVD gets Eddie up into the surfboard and then he kind of like slowly lowers him and do almost like a bridging pin and the ref starts counting. My mm-hmm. question is, if that had been a three, both of their shoulders are down. Yeah, right. Uh, and so, it, so like what happens, they both lose or like realistically RVD's shoulders were down longer because <clears throat> they were down first. And then I thought, well, they were down during the entire move. So really, that's an offensive move by Eddie. He's going for a yeah. pin and the referee is just not acknowledging it. So, you know. Well, last time we saw one of those surfboard stretches, uh, Eddie was doing it, and he didn't do the full like inversion on his back. Probably was on what? Was that Tajiri? Um, It was was something. No, yeah, it was. It was. We saw something recently, and Jr. called it a Mexican surfboard type maneuver. Yeah, like Um, nope, that was just a surfboard stretch. No, it's not because the surfboard stretch is actually just foot on back. Pull arms back. That's the original yeah. surfboard stretch. Yeah, this is the Mexican surfboard where they yeah, do which that. is but yeah. but he calls it being stretched and amazing leg strength by Rob Van Dam. He does yes. not call the move here, um, but it's hilarious because I swear throughout this whole match he's like, "Don't say educated feet. Don't say educated feet. Don't say educated feet." Yeah, like the and then he eventually just, like, just drops the joke anyway because King says something. So he's like, "One went to Harvard, one went to Yale." And I was like, "Damn it, Jr. Damn it, damn it, yeah, damn, damn it, damn it." <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the ending of this match is so far the least. Uh, uh, stupid of their series. There's no yeah. dumb shenanigans. Just there's a backslide. RVD gets backslide to Eddie. Eddie gets out of it. I, I like um, a good backslide. You don't yeah, see Eddie, nothing anymore. And yeah, and then Eddie gets the win uh, and gets the feet on the rope. So I called it like a, a clean cheating victory. You know what I mean? Right. It's like it's it was done cleanly. It's like a classic. It's it's not it's not clean. It's cheating, but it's clean cheating. It's not stupid. Right. I, I said at least I, I basically said I'm glad they didn't go full blown Russo again. So yeah, that, that's how um, I would describe what the other matches have been. And I will never complain when these guys have a match. Uh, Eddie won, retained the title. I gave it a seven and a half out of ten. Uh, mm-hmm. Was probably five to ten minutes away from being you know as something really special, but again, right. they just didn't give it to him. And um, looking at the rest of the card, there. I don't know. There's a couple places maybe you could shave off two, three minutes and it could have been here, but you know, we it is what yeah. it is. Well, I think the next match might be one of those situations, but before then, um, I didn't realize, I think Reverend Devon kind of sucks. Um, the whole gimmick is built <laughs> around the fact that he said testify. I didn't realize that he's actually really bad at the gimmick. It's not good. Um, but well, Batista's <laughs> here, so that's cool. Um, we get Batista and we get, I will Vince. say if, yeah. if anyone doesn't know about Reverend Devon, the only thing you ever need to see is the Devon masturbation promo. Go to YouTube and Google it, <laughs> Google it on YouTube, YouTube, search it. It's the first thing that will come up and just watch it. And welcome to uh Devon on the microphone, which is never a thing that should have been permitted. <laughs> uh, but I, I do like that. He refers to Vince as prophet Vince. I like that. Yes. And th- th- it is pretty funny during this, uh, like they're doing a prayer and Vince is like, are we done yet? And then he's like, oh, titties. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, this, classic this next match things. is uh, I w- match. That's an air quote, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Because so Stacey Keebler's in it. She's not a wrestler. No. Oh. And I'm, honestly, Trish is barely a wrestler at this point. Like neither of them can work. Like they're, they're not known for their matches. That's not at all what they're known for. And I'm like, where did jazz and Molly Holly go? Cause that would be a better yeah, match. No idea. Uh, but we, we did skip one very important thing, Sean. Oh, what was that? 
Get the, oh, F, the, out. Get the F out commercial. <laughs> yeah, That's so right. they that kept the commercials in, and I was yes. so happy because it's an old crazy lady. Like burning her. Uh, this is the one I remember. Down. Yeah, she she cuts off the hedge or she yeah, and like, then yeah, the and ass then she and then like it. burns it, and it's all it's the WWF and it looks like logo. The logo. Yeah. You know what's really funny though is the <clears throat> old like the logo that it was before she burned it is actually just their fucking logo now. <laughs> yeah, it's like yep. she. Yeah, I. But uh, yeah, yeah, we get a couple of those through the show, and um, I like them. They are stupid but great. Oh yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, but yeah, so Trish is now the champion. That happened at some point. We don't know. We ha- we didn't see it, so we have no idea. Um, but yeah, presumably Jazz is now no longer important because uh, I think she never is important again. Basically, after her title run, um, I, I think she sticks around for a while and does some stuff. But I don't. Think well, I know she comes out with what Rodney Mack for a while, yeah. and they and they're married thing. for real. Yeah, um, but so we got yeah Trish versus Stacy, who is uh, Vince McMahon's personal assistant. Apparently, but that's they have the Kid thing. Rock song, which by the way yes. we're using that for Leg Day. Oh, for sure, hundred uh, percent. That is that is his theme song, the Kid Rock version, not Easy Top, but the Kid no. Rock version. Yeah, it's got to yeah, be the sure. yeah that one for the sure. And, uh, yeah, Trish, Trish still doesn't have her you know actual song. I wonder if she ever will. I wonder if they are allowed to use they it. They might not, but I do Isn't remember. That, was that Lil' Kim or something like that? Yeah, yeah, I think so. maybe so. not. Maybe we're never going to get to hear it, which sucks, because it does. seeing her without that doesn't make any sense. I don't like it. But we still don't have Brock Lesnar's theme, so No, we'll, and we still we'll have we not there. Voodoo Child. <clears throat> yeah, we're never going to get Voodoo Child. The Hendrix, no. they don't even have Hendrix on like most streaming services. That estate yeah. is like, they're very selective about their... Uh, yeah, so like, licensing. yeah, this isn't really a match so much as it's like an angle to further the Batiste or the the Batista, the, the Devon Bubba yeah. Ray thing. Uh, <laughs> I, I will say in retrospect, they really should have like changed up Bubba's look a little bit, like maybe not still wear the dumb glasses and the overalls yeah. at this point, maybe kind of like at this point, we could have hey, evolved. No, but they didn't well, eventually. I mean, like, he will, even but, think about when. <laughs> When he came back and he wanted to be Bully Ray, and Vince is like, well, we can't have a bully, pal. We have an anti-bullying campaign. We can't have a bully. I'm the only bully here, pal. And then like he was like way too ripped to fit in the old shirt, and he just looked all fucking weird. And he yeah, still had like, the Bully Ray haircut. It was, it yeah. was weird. I didn't like that. Uh, but yeah, so not much to say about this match other than Stacy shouldn't be in matches. Uh, that's something yeah, to no. say. No, she shouldn't. Um, but we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get plenty of that to come. We're gonna get a lot of Stacy Keebler and Tori Wilson matches. Exactly what yeah, we want. Which is not yeah. So Yay. winner Trish Stratus gets the win. There's some shenanigans. Blah 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 blah. That was a one out of ten. It was luckily <clears> short. But actually, after all the entrances and all the shenanigans, it was probably close to a ten minute period of time we had to watch this. Yes, and the funny thing is that three minutes, but two minutes and fifty something seconds, I believe. Yeah, just under three minutes. Yeah, what the newsletter said, but Uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh not not a great match, and yeah, it was two minutes fifty four seconds. Oh yeah, Meltzer gave it one quarter of a star. Like I gave it a one out of ten. So yeah, pretty much on point there. Yep. Um, (laughs) aside from establishing Batista as a bit player from the start, the angle was okay. Um, I didn't yeah, feel like they established him as a bit player, but I think it is yeah. kind of dumb. You can see that he can really work here already, though. Um, nothing yeah. he does looks shitty. Um, no, 
No, no. Well, I mean, and to be fair, it's not like a Goldberg scenario where he just came up and they threw him in there. He's been in FCW or OVW. I'm sorry. At that point, it was OVW still. Yes. Yeah. He was what Leviathan, um, I think, right? Yes. Um, he was part of the Disciples of Sin, and Sin yes. is now uh, Jim Cornette's wife, Stacy. Um, oh, okay. But uh, that's uh, the more you know. Oh yeah, Meltzer gave the uh, Eddie RVD match two and three quarter stars. I forgot to mention that. Um, okay, so he but, wasn't uh, as high on it as we were, huh? No, yeah, I I don't think he likes RVD as much as I do. Um, <laughs> that's fair. I, I, mean, I know that he's yeah. kind of got his little bits of moves, but guess what? They work. That's what most wrestlers are. I yeah. like him. Whatever. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he has weird, awkward match with Gold Dust at the beginning of the year, but I think yeah, but, by the third match here with Eddie, it's getting better. So they're learning to work together. Um, yeah. But yeah, this this match sucked. Uh, it felt way longer than that, and I wasn't going to go back and time it against him. I just I trust that my brain dragged it on much longer because I didn't. Yeah, enjoy no. It. If, if they, they just like take forever, they could have just not done the match and just had like a five minute angle and put the, that time onto the first match. Show yeah, better I immediately. Back but. then, they were still against doing that on pay per view. Like pay per views had to be matches, so I don't know why they don't just yeah. do this shit on TV and then do matches on pay per view because they gave yeah. away a lot of good shit on TV back then. Um, yeah. But yeah, here we get a weird angle with Vince um, coming in and shaking Arn Anderson's oh, hand. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Rick Flair's and Arn seems okay with it, <laughs> and then takes yeah. Rick, Rick's all smiling and he's all like hesitating. Yeah, I don't know. It's a little awkward. His, so it, what we have here is so at this point, Flair's gone heel. He's he's a heel yeah. now. But well, the problem is Stone when you're Cole. in a room with Vince, you're never the heel. Never. <laughs> you no. cannot be the heel of Vince <laughs> there. So like it's like Flair's trying to be the heel, but he can't out heel Vince, who is the real heel. So it's it's just kind of odd. And then Arn's just hanging out, which is funny because like a couple shows ago we saw Arn like vehemently saying. Vince is the devil. Never trust him. Now he's like, oh, hey, Vince. It's like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of a little little weird. Ric Flair looked weirdly happy. Like he took too much or something. He's just like, like, what is he doing? (laughs) I'm so happy. Um, Okay. But, this uh, but then we go into thing, a match. Yeah, we go into a, well, I love creator wrestler Paul Heyman. He is like probably <laughs> my my favorite character now. Forever. Yeah, like Vince, like full on, like tries to wear an hat. Nope, he just threw on some like sweat clothes and was like, "Let's go." Yep, <laughs> we got a tag it match: was... the Hardy Boys versus <laughs> Brack Lesnar and Paul Heyman. Still no Brock theme, by the way. Um, also, yeah, I do uh, want to say I think this is my favorite Matt Hardy Hardy Boys look, and I always oh, yeah. wanted that fucking jersey. And I even went yeah. online to look for one, and I cannot find one on eBay, and it made me sad. I wonder if Matt Scott has one. That feels like yeah, something it's, it's, he would have had. Because like all I found was the long sleeve one. I don't. I want the sleeveless jersey that he had in this match. Yeah, like the, so the basketball one, basically. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, this match we, was interesting. We, we got some Goldberg, Goldberg chance. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I don't know why, because A, Brock doesn't look anything like Goldberg, other than they wear black trunks, but so does Austin. B, Brock can actually fucking work. Goldberg is uh, garbage. And like, C, I just, we just technically saw him lose a match. I mean, thanks to Planet Stasiak, but he, yeah, he but didn't. like it's just yeah, like it went yeah. Does Goldberg sell? No, he just shakes his head a couple times. That's his selling. Oh, my head. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it's what you'd expect. Uh, it's a handicap match featuring Paul Heyman as special guest, funny basically. It does take a poetry in motion. Um, 
But Paul Heyman, in my opinion, does exactly what a non-wrestler should do in these kind of matches where they're in a match, you know. He basically runs away whenever possible. And then, like, after the match is over, he's like, tag me. And oh, then, yes. like, he can't even this get spot. in the ring. <laughs> I just so saw the spot with, like, a, it was from a house show or something with the Usos. And he did exactly that. He wasn't even in the match. And then he just got up on the apron. And he was like, he took tag off his me. jacket, tagged me. <laughs> Tag me. Then they tag Uh, him and he trips into the ring. Yeah. Um, So technically, uh, Paul Heyman gets the victory here. Uh, Yes. And Brock laughs. Brock's already Brock. Brock It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Brock. Just whenever Heyman does something, Brock's like, (laughs) 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 Paulie, say something stupid. (laughs) Uh, Meltzer gave it a star and a quarter. Uh, So one. Really? You know what? I I went went four out of 10 here. I thought, like, for a, a squash match slash angle, I thought it was about as well done as you could. Do. the hardys and lesnar work really well together in the fact that the hardys can take bumps and yeah. together when they are both together lesnar's selling their offense is like they're too quick there's too many what do i do kind of thing well i remember recently we were uh reading an observer review of a brock lesnar match and he called the f5 like the spinning spider dragon fucker yeah he shit. just invented words like, mm. i don't know what that is I yeah fuck it. yeah and then on this particular one he said lesnar did whatever that move is on jeff that is sort of like the old mark marrow tko <laughs> <laughs> Which is yeah, I don't. I don't think. It, I assume it's not actually named. I don't recall hearing it on the show, but I may maybe wasn't paying enough attention. But yeah, I mean, Meltzer still wouldn't call it by its name. He always calls it by the quote unquote real name. But yeah, yeah. Even though if it's an invented move, there isn't one. But uh, God mm-hmm. dang it, he's gonna try. Oh, I love the way that uh, Meltzer introduces this next angle. He says Booker T was doing an interview in an NWO T-shirt <laughs> when a hot mama showed up to seduce him. <laughs> And gave him her hotel room key. Uh, uh, yeah, so my, my description was, oh, yeah, Booker's in the N- NWO. Okay, also, apparently he's going to have sex with some random lady and is super horny and super happy, and he has some big-ass eyes. Yeah, he's very uh, excited. Um, yes. I didn't know that Booker was in the NWO until I, I saw his shirt, and then I remembered gold dust in the black and white paint as well. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. God, that all happened. Why did it happen? Um, and then I realized that I could always use a trivia question. Uh, which member of Harlem Heat was in the NWO? And it's a trick question because most people will say Stevie Ray, but the answer will actually be both. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, right after this, I don't know if you noticed, there's like a song that was playing. And I um, thought it was a cover of a song I know, and I can't think of what it was. But like... It's definitely a real thing. And then it goes into something else. I'm like, I'm uh, pretty sure that's not a cover. They just blatantly stole the entire riff from another song that I know. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I'm just, if anyone watches this note right there, that it is a song, you'll hear it. You're like, oh, that's a, I, I don't know, like a kinks or something, that kind of genre. And then it just goes off into something else. I'm like, wait, hold on. Can I, I'm pretty sure if I played like the intro to War Pigs and then just like started seeing different words, I'd still be sued. So I, you know, oh, yeah, maybe it's a Jimmy different. Hart's gotten away with a lot of shit. It's, it's a different time nowadays. That wouldn't work back here. It's fine, but we got a match that. So interesting. Uh, I was actually reading the wiki here, and apparently the main events for the show, since it's a you know double uh, show where they both get them, uh, the main event was Undertaker and Hollywood Hogan, of course. But then the main <laughs> event from Raw was apparently this match. 
which seems weird and not correct in several ways. This, yeah. Maybe they uh, had yeah, to we call got, it that so Stone Cold wouldn't be pissed. Maybe, but yeah. So in the middle of the show, we get Stone Cold versus Big Show and Ric Flair. The Beard um, Show. Yes, the, the Beard Show. The man who uh, kind of like, you know, some people are like a black hole of charisma. He's like a black hole of wrestling, basically, when he comes out there. <laughs> just, oh, oh, well, okay. Well, like you'll see when we get to the end of this. But um, Rick's in his classic blue tonight. So that's cool. You know, yep. always got to note what he's wearing. Blue robe, too. Like everything's yep. matching. Yep. yep. Um, I do want to mention that Austin cannot do the figure four on anyone because his legs physically cannot move with their braces. So maybe don't keep trying to do it. Uh, <laughs> uh, little Nature's in there. He calls Stone Cold a son of a bitch a couple times. He runs he's... over to hold the rope open for Ric Flair. Oh yeah, he's fucking simping hard, and I love it. Mm-hmm. It's great. They should have. Mm-hmm. They should have done something with that. That would have been great. But um, oh, then, yeah, it's already it, been done, pal. Yeah. It's at this point that I I said I, I we're decided. Uh, our next show will be going back to watch the Raw where Austin and Flair had a one-on-one match, which I think was a little bit before this. So we're going to go back in time slightly Uh, just because I really liked their work in the match. I thought they worked well together. Yeah. The problem Um, is the match goes way too long for a handicap match. So here's, here's how you watch it. Here's how I watched it. So I, so I said, I decided we're going to watch that. Uh, I'm liking the work in this. Please keep big show out. Fuck. He immediately tagged the big show after I typed that. So, (laughs) <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but so the way I watched this match is as soon as Big Show came in, I started hitting plus 10 until Big Show was not in. And it was a much better match. Oh, okay. It was very okay. good. Like, and so here's the thing people just say, well, you didn't really watch the whole. I don't need to. Because if you skip 10 seconds and he's still in a fucking like leg tree, nothing happened. Doesn't matter. Don't need to see it. Yeah. I don't. It's fine. And that's what basically any Big Show match is. If you skip 10 seconds, very rarely will anything have changed. Yeah. So my major question, though, really is like, yeah, I understand that Charles Robinson won't allow a chair, but would he have disqualified (laughs) Austin for drinking the beer? Yeah, (laughs) I was going to say Austin was pretty fucking funny during this match. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of it. uh, And it, it, it made me happy, which is part of why I enjoyed the match. Again, show kind of ruined everything. But other than that, it was good. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he so Austin went and got a chair and like him and him and Lil Nate had a little fight over it. And Austin then smiled and went and got another chair and came in <laughs> while he was still holding the other chair. So now they both have chairs and Nate just like Lil Nate just like, what the hell? And Austin just sits in it. Yep. <laughs> and like yep. then then Robinson like reprimand like you don't do that. <laughs> it was very yeah. like he's gonna disqualify him for sitting in a chair. And yeah, then Austin goes and gets a beer at some point, and Robinson's like, You better don't you yeah. better not he drink checks that. His, checks his watch, and you know, it's it's time for it's it's Miller time, but no yeah. fucking King goes, I think it's dinner time. He's yeah. checking his watch because it's dinner time. <laughs> And uh, I will say during this match, I uh, another reason I want to watch the Raw is I loved the du- the dueling woo what chance on the slap the chop exchanges super cool oh yeah um, oh, I was actually these so chops I Googled, are fucking mean these are gnarly chops in this match oh I Flair. feel like it's because they both I I guarantee you at this time you know they respect each other they know it and like just fucking go in who cares yeah. Um, um, there was an ugly 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 quote unquote spine buster. 
uh, yeah. where I, d- I don't know whose timing was off, but Stone Cold went to do his typical one where, you know, he doesn't really like, a th- he kind of just flips him down. He doesn't like follow through and Flair kind of just fell over slightly. Looked really yeah. bad. They did fix it later. They did one that was a little bit better. Uh, but there's even um when Austin does the Fez press to go down to do the fists, I think Flair just really does not like taking like flat back bumps. Yeah. So like, yeah, it, it just, was, it some was a of little that off. stuff just looks awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but hey, it's X-Pac time because Kane Pac is apparently not a thing. It's just X-Pac. He's back to X-Pac. Um, and uh, apparently I so I don't know what happened because the camera work was pretty piss poor here. Uh, apparently yeah. uh, show just no sold a stunner at some point in here. But then Austin stuns everybody anyway, and he gets the pin on flair for the win. Right. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> it's uh, I mean, I thought the match itself started to go a bit too long. So uh, but the screwy finish therefore made me think that it definitely went too long because yeah. like you could have done it with like one less tag between Flair and show. Yeah. Um, yep. Like it, it, or again, if you just skip past all the big show parts, then it's about 10 minutes and it's, it's pretty fine. So, yeah. I mean, uh, so, yeah. I, so yeah, that, that's how I did my ratings. I gave it a seven out of 10 for the Flair Austin section and then a one out of 10 for any parts involving the big show. But that doesn't mean that you, uh, add the one to the seven at all if you were trying to give it a total rating. But no, so. so the math makes sense because it doesn't make any mathematical sense. I gave it a five out of ten overall, even though I gave part of it a seven, part of it a one, but then a five. You know what? It's it's my rating system. Okay, I've got a, a formula. It's I can't I can't disclose it legally. Of course um, not. No. Yeah. So don't worry about it. But there, science and mathematical theorems. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So this next match. Um, uh, this, well, what did uh, they? What did uh, what did they say? What did Meltzy say about anything? Anything? I feel like he'd have oh. something to say about this, right? Surely. Yeah, he gave it three and a quarter stars. He liked. Wait, it what? Way more than oh, hold on a sec. No, that can't be right. Is that re- that's real? That's real. Um, he, what is wrong with this man? <laughs> I thought I was being really generous with the five out of ten. Yeah, I mean he. Uh, I think he just liked that Flair looked. I mean, Flair did look really good in this match, but he's like, but yeah, Flair, he wasn't. Not he wasn't flappy, but working wise, yeah, uh, looked I the mean, best he's looked since coming to WWE for sure. Um, the crowd was really into it for where it was on um, the card. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought I, he I thought overrated that, this match by a significant amount, but yeah, you know. I'd say like I thought a five, like I like I said, I thought five out of ten was being generous, just because I liked the Flair Austin part a lot. But okay, uh, but Sean, I'm gonna go ahead and say it's a good call based on these poor photoshops that Edge did not lose <laughs> this match because he looks fucking horrifying. No, but I love how <laughs> the bad Photoshop of Angle just looks it's, like Angle. It, yeah, I, I mentioned that too. It's like it's so. It's just. It just is. They they knew. Yep. Um, um, the t-shirt bit is great in this um like vignette thing. Yeah, this match made me realize that I did watch this on what I'm now going to call the Gunther box. I'm renaming oh, okay. it. Okay. Fair. Yeah. yeah you get, you know, fair. that makes sense. You can't, can't use that term anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the forbidden terms. Um, they, they were like, they had a hell of a match at backlash. I was like, they, they did. They was had, really? they had, well, they had a they, match. Mm-hmm. They had a match. We can say that that happened. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, it's hair the, versus um, hair. Angle edge is finally here. Which and this leads to one of my favorite series of angles of all time, where Angle miraculously regrows his hair overnight because of a lot of awesome products, and it's great. It's so good. You you can touch it. Look, touch it. It's real. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I oh, maybe gotta, I just want to find I want to find like a YouTube just video of all of the sections where Angle had his funny hair. Just watch him in a row. And is that my, when he that started was, Team Angle? He still had that, right? Um, I think so, like toward the end, maybe, because I know uh, pretty soon we get that that my favorite Undertaker Kurt Angle interaction where Taker's just looking at his hair funny the whole time he's talking like, huh, it's so good. I love <laughs> I love Taker when he's allowed to be a little bit goofy. I love every wrestler when they're allowed to be like uh, Goofy Austin was good. Everyone that didn't like Goofy Austin doesn't like wrestling. You need to go away. Fair anyone enough. that doesn't anyone that doesn't like Hookhausen needs to go away. It's good. Stop <laughs> it. Just stop it. The team might happen. Um, but yeah, I noticed during this match. Well, first of all, we get the you suck chance here loud, not piped yes. in. They're good. Yeah, they're um, actually real, and they didn't like. Again, it feels weird. Like they just like flip a coin. Like do we do we pretend they're not happening and try and cut them out? Do we pipe more in? Do we just leave them? No one knows because I feel like every time whoever edits every one of these like for WWE for music and content, it's just a different person every single time. And so they yeah. have no idea what the last guy did. Like mm-hmm. you could have hired me. I would have watched you pay me. I'll do all this. Watch everyone be exactly the same. Right. Love <laughs> it. But um, here, here I am just talking on a podcast, not getting paid by WWE. By, <laughs> by this point in the show, I've seen three upside down signs in the crowd. Yes. And um, people who had letters uh, that were supposed to say what, but I'm pretty sure it was T A W H. Like they got mixed up and, and forgot to hey and each other. Let, Sean, letters are hard. Okay, <laughs> hold on. I got it's time to see. Time to see where was this? Sh- where was this film? Where was this at? Nashville, oh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Okay, well, I'm not going to make the southern joke, but at the Gaylord Arena, <laughs> classic Gaylord <laughs> event center. Uh, uh, yeah, so there's a really uh, cool spot early on that I I don't know if I've ever seen before. Uh, Angle hits a belly to belly onto Edge over the top rope, and Edge goes over without oh, touching anything, just lands. There's flat a lot on of stuff. It's cool. Very, Ang- before cool. that, um, when Angle's out there, well, actually, yeah, when Angle's out there, uh, getting his head beamed into the barricade, by mm. the third one, his head almost hits the person in the front row. Oh he, like, yeah, yeah. Snaps his neck back, and they're like looking down at him. And I was like, "Holy shit!" They came within like one inch of getting head butted by a broken freaking neck. That would yeah, suck. that would have been something to talk about. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like I don't know why I can't say it was bad, but it was just like another. I'd say it's the best one I've seen with them so far. Person, I think right. I'd probably say, but it's still not like world beating or anything. It's it's good. Yeah, no. It's above average for sure. It didn't um, bother me to watch it, but yeah, like, very uh, another like the typical as we've come to kind of expect now. Annoyingly, with Edge, it's a very scary moment where Edge takes a, a German, like a release German, and again, I don't know whose fault these are because they're a timing type thing. Uh, but he tries to do a backflip out of it, and uh, he looks like I used to look when I was learning to do backflips on trampolines, where you're afraid <laughs> to fully commit. And so you end up kind of coming down on your head and neck, which is bad. And yep. that's what happened here. Luckily, he seemed okay, but 
kids, if you're ever wanting to do a backflip, just flip your feet aggressively. You will flip all the way over. You will not stall in the middle. <laughs> uh, so, Edge, if you need if you need tips, hit me up. I can help you if you ever want to take the spot again. But please don't, because your next fucking fuse. So don't do that. Yeah. Now, angle yeah, no. and angle hit a spear, and it looked really good. Maybe angle should do the Olympic spear. That should be a move. I don't know why that That'd was not a good. thing. I think you should have just stolen everyone's moves and just called them like the angle gree, the angle, the the choke angle slam, the big angle boots, (laughs) the angle drop, (laughs) the Olympic boot. No, Uh, you can't say that. You get sued. It's against the rules. mm -hmm. I do like that they can't call it the Olympic slam, but they drop the word Olympic at least a hundred times in the match. So like, does it really matter at this point? Olympics, just get over it. They can refer to the fact that he is an Olympic gold medalist because it's a fact. But they and you can wear the, the Olympic move. gold medal out. But if they call a move an Olympic maneuver, oh no! Yeah, because uh, I think probably just because it ended up in the games, they should, they should have just changed it in the games. Um, yeah, but so the finish uh, again. There's not. There's some stuff. There's not a lot of like. It's kind of what you'd expect from it. You get the uh, edge blocked, the uh, run up top rope, belly to belly once, hit a drop kiss. And uh, yeah, they then they did the angle anyway a little bit later. Got it. And uh, the finish is kind of cool. So Angle has him in an ankle lock, right? And Edge kicks him off, like kind of rolls through, and Angle goes into the rope like chest first, bounces back, and Edge rolls him up on the way in, like on the back yeah. of that for the three. So Edge gets the win. Angle still looks strong in losing because he didn't. You know, he's not down and out defeated. He's conscious and pissed very upset and uh he then you know sean what happened oh he, he runs away ah i never would well, have yeah, seen that coming I mean, edge hits the execution afterwards like he's yeah. got to get his finish in somewhere and then yeah, yeah he runs away um i give well, this i give this edge one a seven out of ten. most of the way up to the barber chair and then he runs yes. backstage yes uh, kurt angle runs away reason continue feud yes so I, I gave it a seven out of ten like i said it's not amazing it was good for what it was. It was fine. It was above yeah. average. It wasn't fine. It was above average. I was not bored. Meltzer gave it four and a half out of five stars. No, um, it yeah. like that. No, but again, I, he's never given any Kurt Angle match five stars ever. I this I don't understand. Sean, I don't get this man. I, I mean, I do. I looking at it, what he lives in. I understand why none of this makes sense. Yeah, there's too many papers. Yeah, too many. he's probably look. He's probably thinking of another match because he's looking at papers <laughs> or something else. He doesn't know what's happening. He got he got distracted and he was reading about you know some other shit. That uh, and Sean, we're gonna go <laughs> into what may be, honest to goodness, my favorite part of this entire show. Uh, oh, really? The Booker T spot. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I, I, well, first of all, that's the (laughs) longest shot of the Marriott ever. Like they, they, they like stuck on it for fucking 10 seconds, which is like a long time if you count. Um, and then, yeah, it's Booker T. Booker Uh, T's funny as shit. I love him. (laughs) Oh yeah. This is fantastic. And, Uh and fucking gold dust is here. I forgot this was happening. So did I. So yeah, Booker's in bed, uh, sexy lady, mama Sita, whatever hot mama or whatever you want to call her comes in and uh, she likes to do it in the dark Sean so they turn the lights off very <laughs> fake kissy noise and then Booker T I love when you talk dirty to me 
And then it's not the lady anymore. It's fucking gold dust in the mm-hmm. dark. You never call me back, Booker. <laughs> <laughs> and the lights come on and there's fucking gold. The only thing that would have made it better is if they'd gotten the lady out of bed and just put gold dust right up next to him. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, gold dust is now in the bed. And Booker T does the, you know, He's not he's not much pleased with this turn of events, you see, because uh, Gold Dust actually concocted this elaborate scheme because Booker T won't call him back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then so Booker T, uh, we, we very yeah, we very nearly see a lot of Booker front area here, but we don't. Yeah, but uh, we see the entire back back. Yeah, end. we see his entire back area as he storms off in anger, and uh, we also find out that Gold Dust bought a nice new. Uh, dressed uh you know bed gown for the evening so yeah that was a waste of money he's probably got to return that now yeah i like to think he bought it himself in full gold dust outfit that would have yeah i that's i imagine i like to think that just when he was gold dust he never was just you know dustin he was just always in character at all times no matter what he was doing probably back in 96 he was probably still trying to kayfabe it up but uh yes that i laughed Way too I actually had to pause because I was laughing too hard <laughs> when gold dust when the voiceover of gold dust happened. <laughs> uh, so oh, yeah. yes, I, I'm actually fairly excited for our continuing gold. I'm hoping it's gonna be on pay-per-view. Cause I know we don't get a lot of the goofy shit on pay-per-view. That's mostly the TV stuff. But uh it, the gold dust booker T thing I, I enjoyed. I thought they were a very fun, ridiculous pair. Yeah, they're one of. I mean, I like that they've tried to redo it with Golden Truth because they knew it was so golden. <laughs> no yeah. pun intended. Uh-huh. Again, our um, truth um, also very funny, but also sometimes too funny, and he's not funny because he's too funny. Yeah. Um, so here we go. Here we go. One thing I like is that the Hell in a Cell has an entrance theme. The boom, it boom, does. Boom, like, boom, yeah, it's got its own entrance theme. The lighting effects as it's coming down. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's pretty special. <laughs> Uh, I don't know that many other cages have their own entrance theme, but the Hell in a Cell has. Also, they said it's not a cage. Uh, it's 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 not a cage, but it is a no. cage. So uh, I um, guarantee also, you- it says that it'll rip flesh at every turn. But the only thing that rips flesh in this match is the ring post. Yeah. Um, so Jericho uh, if- takes something. Yeah. <laughs> so I guarantee you that's a Vince thing. Oh, it's not a cage. It's not a cage. It's a It's cell. a completely different animal. That's what Taz said. I was like, no, yeah, it is a cage. I, I guarantee you, in Taz's ear, Vince says, don't call it a cage. Don't call it a cage. Mm-hmm. 100% that's what was happening there. So, uh, But yes, Hell in a Cell, Jericho, Triple H. May the I call this, this the forgotten? May this... I call this the forgotten cell match, maybe? Yes, because the... I totally forgot it existed. I knew it happened, but I didn't know what happened here. So I looked i was like oh okay and that made me think i i think i saw this show live at jake's house i think because i vividly remember watching that like jericho and triple h and i don't think they've had another hell in the cell match together so i think i was there and then it also brought back the memories of gary's chris jericho figure yeah um, With the uh, the purple pants, the barbed wire, the red tipped hair, that was a great mm-hmm. figure. Great figure. I had the cheap version of that from KB Toys that <laughs> had the purple pants with the barbed wire, but it didn't have the black border around it, and it didn't have the red tipped hair. He just had yeah, it was just <laughs> shitty. It's like someone's hair. like he changed his pants, paint them different. Okay, yeah, now sell it. 
<laughs> so yeah, I kind of thought because I kind of thought because this match wasn't one that I remembered that it would suck for some reason. Like it doesn't, but it's oh. it's a Triple H match that happens to have a cell in it. Like, yeah, that's so the, the crowd is really thing. dead for the the whole beginning because there's probably a five to six minute period at the beginning where it's just an in ring Triple H match. And like I said, I didn't dislike the Jericho Triple H. I actually liked their Mania match personally, which you know, dissenting opinion, whatever. But I kind of figured this would be like that a little bit better, which is was basically what it ended up being. Um, yeah. Well, I think that the bummers of this, the setup for this is that Triple H is feuding with Vince and not that this is a continuation of Mania. Yeah, again, it's regard. just like Jericho's just th- like like second thought. Oh, yeah, Jericho will do it. It's like, okay. Eh. Um, I, I will say there's a couple points in here. I think it's maybe just because of the confined space that they're in for camera work and all that. Uh, definitely hear some calls a couple times. Right off the bat, you hear Hunters say reverse this and Guess what happens? Jericho reverses the Irish whip. Huh? Yep. Um, Tim White is being absolutely ridiculous in the this whole yes. time. He is just like, so I've got a couple quotes from him. When Jericho's out on the outside, like Triple H threw him over the side. Triple H is in the ring. Tim White goes over to the ropes, leans over, and, hey, I'm not counting you out, but bring it in here. Bring it in. Like He's down on the outside. <laughs> you... you <laughs> Why? So you're telling a, a, a guy who's down, like, "Hey, I'm not gonna punish you, but get in here." Like, what? Tim. And also, it's no count outs because it's a hell in a cell match. Yeah. So, so literally, and they say it to, like repeatedly. All Tim White's in that are do is count the pinfall or count the submission. That's it. So, like, yep. realistically, you don't have to do anything. Just stand back. Like, that's the thing that, like, in these types of like a normal match, sure, referee be involved, hop around, whatever. In this match, just. Yeah. He should just pull, just stand against the corner and just stand there until a pin happens and then count and then leave. I don't need you in there the whole time. Um, yeah, so <laughs> at this point... They have to like, make crowd, faces and raise their arms and shit. Yeah, so at this point, the crowd was pretty dead. However, as soon as the cell gets used, they're happy. Who would have guessed? Uh, and yeah, like you said, uh, the cell is not what rips up uh, the skin, we found out. Because uh, yeah, Jericho no. got a pretty pretty nasty gash on his like shoulder bicep kind of area. Yeah. Um, and, it doesn't uh, look bad at first. And then it's just like, wait, when did he start lot. bleeding? And then you had to yeah. think about it. Yeah. And, and then you're like, like oh, he's shit, bleeding yeah. a lot. Yeah. And then if you go back, you see it's not from when he was thrown in the cell. It was from hitting the turnbuckles or the yeah. turnbuckle, but the ring post. Um, um, but I don't know. I, I think it's interesting that there's a ladder and a sledgehammer under the ring in a cell match. It's it's. I, I loved, um, I loved when uh, Jericho pulled out the ladder and Tim White. His response is, "You don't need that. Hey, you don't need that." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. He's Tim not White. wrong. You don't. Need I mean, it. no, it's true. You don't. But like, yeah. Uh, but there was a spot I want to kind of go over because I like to go over spots that are strange and weird. There's a spot where Triple H was going for pile driver on the outside. Onto the oh, bottom yeah. set of Which, steps, the flat. Is steps. it just me, or is there less room on the outside than normal? I feel like there's less room. Yeah, yeah, wow. it feels small. I don't know if it is. I, I could be crazy. We'll find out when we watch the '97 one. Maybe we'll see a difference. But at yeah. least from like the the most memorable one, the Foley one, I feel like there's a lot more space in it. Yeah. Well, I don't. Know, maybe I'm crazy. But yeah, so they're on the, the flat steps. Triple H one for pile driver. Jericho countered it. I thought Jericho was going to do a back body drop into the 
the side of the cage. I mean, sorry, the cell. Sorry, there's no cage yes. here, folks. Nice. Uh, but he didn't. What he actually did was he he sweeped the legs out from Triple H to basically take a back bump. And mm-hmm. I don't know what about it. Like, there's only an extra foot of space there. But Triple H was definitely not prepared for that extra no. foot drop because he fucking bodied himself when he hit yes. that. It was like you yes. could tell when he hit, he was not like he just went like when you get the wind knocked <laughs> out of you. That is what had he went. Oh, mm-hmm. and so Jericho has to like bend over to grab him. And it's actually a slingshot uh, into the cage and the slingshot into the cage is fine. But now Jericho has to take the same bump onto his back. And I'm pretty sure he bounced his head off the bottom bar of the cell when he did this. Yeah. And it, it was, it's like it, it looked, it would have been cool in theory, but I feel like it was not executed well because no one was ready. Like, oh Yeah. That's an extra foot. Like it's it's like a thing. Like you know when you miss a step, that feeling of like, oh, I only missed like six inches, but that was terrifying. I almost died. Yeah, I, I imagine it's the same thing with wrestlers. Like you expect, you know when the bump's coming, you're like ready, but then it's like you know a split second later, you know something. I just it was a little off. And yeah, mm-hmm. Jericho's arms fucked up a lot. Now a lot of blood from that. And Triple H is also bleeding. You can't tell for about five minutes, but he is. He is bleeding. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I mean, and and we get you know, I don't a know. Dumb, this... A dumb spot. Ch- do you know chair beats ladder, Sean? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, apparently, I, I don't know how I... hitting a ladder with a man running at you at full speed, hitting the ladder would stop all momentum. <laughs> But it it does. Uh, Triple H is very strong. Uh, does that mean ladder beats table? Yeah, I think it must be. But then I think sledgehammer beats everything, right? Like that's just ah uh, yes. But you know, one of my favorite things about uh, this ridiculous match is is the ref bump. <laughs> I don't know if it's uh, my favorite. It's it might be the most memorable portion of this entire match. <laughs> no, it's my favorite thing because it doesn't happen in any other like match that I can think of where there's a bloodied referee. In yeah, WWE. so before he's bloodied, we get the, the spot. Everyone knows the spot. So this is basically what ended his refereeing career. He fucked up his shoulder pretty badly, which it looks like yeah. he does because that is not a well-taken bump. I mean, it looks great. But it's yeah. not. It 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 actually broke him. It hurt. Yes. Yeah, then then Jericho. It it, yeah. Jericho goes for the win. I think it was. And Tim White can't count because he's dying basically. And so Jericho beats the shit out of him. And like, yeah, I've never seen a referee blade job before. And yeah. it's not. It's not like a little one. No, this is like a fuck. This is full blown. Like I don't know if he did it himself. I feel like. It, I feel like maybe Jericho did it because yeah. it seems like when you let someone else do the gigging it's always going to be worse because, you know, you can tell when you're doing it like, oh, I'm stabbing myself in the skull. Less pressure. Uh, Or unless you're Eddie, in which case, Eddie, I feel like it's just, ah, what made him suicidal, though, for the backstage angle. Yes, which is what I want to say this. I don't care what anyone ever says. These are not offensive. They're funny. If you don't (laughs) like the lunchtime suicide series, I don't want to talk to you. We won't get along because it's fucking funny. <laughs> it just is. At the friendly tap, his little <laughs> bar out there. And I, I do want to say, I actually, I looked it up just to make sure that that was actually his, like, this was the cause of his shoulder problem. And it was. He only had one more match he refereed, and then we got the um, 
the suicide stuff, but I didn't know. I just reading the little, cause yeah, it's not a big page for Tim white, but at the mm-hmm. end it says he invited Matthews to like a lunch and then he shot Matthews. Did, did the lunchtime suicide end with Tim white committing murder? I think it might have. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't remember that. Now I've, I've watched it, obviously. But now yeah, I'm that... deeply interested in like, wait, hold on. So he didn't kill himself. <laughs> he tried to murder another man. <laughs> what a fucking turn that is. Maybe we'll cover that in a series. We'll watch oh, one of them at a time. Oh, um, but uh, yeah, Jericho's blade job is better than Hunter's here, in my opinion. Jericho, oh, Jericho's oh, yeah. bleeding too now. I don't know, just so you know. Yeah, a lot so of you blood. Got three, many blood. You got the ref's bleeding. Jericho's bleeding. Triple H's bleeding. Um, it's it's and, uh, bloody. Now, um, then we get the next spot where Jericho flees Hunter up up the cage. Uh up the cell. Well, yeah, well, they, yeah, the refs because Kyoto has to like you know get the bolt cutters and open up the door. But yeah, 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 <laughs> to save Tim White who may be dying. Yeah, because he has the keys and he's dead. Yeah, and um, so while while he's doing that, uh, Jericho sneaks out in a very funny Jericho esque. He's like, "I'm free, haha." <laughs> it's very good. Um, and then, um, weirdly, Triple H, Triple H, H pulls the... out McFoley's weapon. Right. Yes, but as soon as I saw the strap on the handle, I was like, "This <laughs> like, is the dumbest fucking." Game I, I was ever. like, "Oh, very convenient that the weapon that's never had a carrying strap suddenly has one in this one." How <laughs> can I- you imagine if Jim Duggan's <laughs> two by four had a strap and he just like swung it around like a fucking madman? <laughs> amazing. But yeah, so now, now we're going up top, and uh, the the weird, the fun part is. Um, after they go up top, it's a cool spot. Jericho hits, the, does the walls on top of the cage, which is really cool because you get like camera angles from inside the cell, which is cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. That was pretty well thought of. But dude, yeah. every time they do anything, I'm like wincing. Like, oh no, uh, I know, I know they don't fall. Like, I know they don't. I know yeah. it didn't happen. But, but like, still. I can't help but like, oh, like well, Triple H just oh, took the McFoley bump and didn't. Oh God! <laughs> when Jr. was like, if that back body drop had sent Triple H through the cage. Oh my His God. back would have been broken. broken. His back would have back been, would have been broken. broken. Career over. Also, it's funny. Kyoto clearly has no interest in being up there. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Well, he he's on not the like ring this. crew, and I don't think that usually includes climbing the cell, but maybe but No, it does, yeah, but, so yeah. he's not happy. The camera angles are cool, but like every bump is scary. Triple H ends up hitting the pedigree for the win. On top of it, gets the win. I think the first ever yeah. Hell in the Cell, maybe only one that ended on top of the cell, maybe? I feel like Taker won one on top of the cell and did a pose on top of the cell. Oh, he might have done. Might have done. Like possible. Biker Taker. I feel like he's done that. The, okay, maybe. But yeah, um, Triple H gets the win. Um, I gave this one an 8 out of 10. Yeah. I liked it more. That's um, what I said. I was like, it's their Mania match turned up a notch. That's what this felt like to me. Yeah, I mean, I I've, I thought it was one of their better matches between the two of them. Um, Meltzer gave it three and three quarter stars out of five. Wait, hold on. So um, he said, he said Stone yes, Cold. Yes, he said Edge big- and Angle was better. Um, and he said Stone Cold and Ric Flair was only about uh, about a half a star less. You know, I don't I don't this. know about that. Like it started out slow, but so my my theory on this is the match was good. But, like, specialty matches, right? You have to compare them against other, you know, of their kin. So, right. like, is this the Michaels taker? No. Is it? Is it full? No. But, like, if you're, like, the fifth or sixth best Hell in a Cell match, you're still, like, you know, 
way up the scale overall anyway. <laughs> yeah, this is still better than the like the multi-man Armageddon one, the precursor it, to the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, well, yeah. It's where just, Kishi fell into the crash pad truck of hay or whatever. Yeah, that everyone was scared about. I'm like, wouldn't that have been a fairly easy bump? Like, uh, I mean, it looked cool, but I went, you know. He's uh, big. That's why they were scared. Yeah. Um, this next match... <laughs> No, it it happens. Um, yeah. I didn't really know it was going to be here because you know Peacock has commercials and th- there was no commercial break for this one because oh. they were just like, yeah, no. Well, I mean, well, we got the get the f out commercial in between. Oh yes. The, oh, the and sex, that one has Mark one. Henry's <laughs> it's the sexual, sexual chocolate baby. theme song. <laughs> I marked out. I was like, yes, woo! And um, uh, also, uh, Angle literally did a Scooby Doo maneuver. He yes. ran over, put a thing on, and hid in like a cape. Edge ran by, and then Angle looked out and ran the other way, and then fucking Edge comes around the way. Angle, you son of a bitch! Yeah, <laughs> it's just it Scooby Doo. I love it. it's so like if you just put, I want, I might take that and just put some fucking cheesy background music on, be like it's Scooby Doo. <laughs> it's, <just laughs> it's just an episode of Scooby Doo. Uh, but oh, yes, this is that. a this is a match technically. I guess. Yeah, this is a this is a match and Th- an angle is, and uh, mm-hmm. and it takes three minutes yeah. and fifty seconds so, from bell to bell. Yeah, so Billy and Chuck are still the champions. They've been long reigning champions at this point, right? They've well, won they it early won in the year. They've defended it through Mania. At Mania, right? No, they defended it at Mania. I thought, right? Okay. Yeah. I think they def- I mean, they won at Mania. It doesn't matter. Like when you put someone over at Mania, usually. You don't have them lose a three-minute joke match right out. But you know what? Here we are. Uh, mm-hmm. Rikishi's partner is Rico. What a twist. What a crazy happenstance. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, um, Rico and- wanted to start the match, but Rikishi's not going to let him do that because he would just immediately like... like I don't like, trust yeah. you. I only trust The Rock. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, but then later in the match, Rikishi goes for the tag, which I think goes against the idea of like, not like, why would you, why, why? yeah, now, now you'll tag him. What about, or, no, okay. Why? Yeah. <laughs> it made no sense to me. And yeah, um, so it turns out, oh no, Rico was going to double cross him. Uh, Billy and or Chuck. I don't know which one I was not interested in this held him up and, uh, Rikishi got out of it and Rico kicked him in the head and then Rikishi pinned the guy or yeah, Rikishi pinned him and won. So technically Rico also won. So Rico and Rikishi are your new tag team champions. So that's And Rikishi took both the belts and then danced. Drop. On... Well, no, he dropped one. And then what okay. did his then did a dance that, you know, it's cool that he uses two cool's music and does their dance and gets over with it, but doesn't even mention them in his speech. Bro. No. Yeah. No. Uh and uh yeah, Rico picks up the other title as he leaves. And I'm guessing this is like building up to something I won't care about, I assume, is what I'm guessing. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I I have no idea why Rikishi's here, but probably just because they feel like they have to put Rikishi in something because they have Rikishi. And, uh, yeah, and Vince likes songs, um, and it's, you know, it's fine. We're probably coming up on A-Train instead of, you know, the hip-hop hippo, so uh, yeah. we had to get Rikishi back in his old old spot. Yeah. Um, so into an match, angle that I laughed at way more about. Oh yes, this this is the uh, the angle that finishes the culmination. Yeah, culmination yes. of angles. Oh, I hair. forgot to say, Meltzer gave that negative one and a half stars. So at least we're all in agreement that that would. That oh, happens. I get, yeah, I gave it a one because I try not to like negatives. I I don't think I've broken the. I think I did a zero, but I haven't broken the negative barrier just yet. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, um, we got. Um, 
Oh, yeah, I forgot so, to even mention that earlier before, uh, after the Mark Henry sex commercial, that Maven and Tori Wilson were, were having a drink together at WWF New York. And uh, the, I bet the Mark Henry with sex these... commercial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they did that. I didn't even mention it because I don't care. Like, I'm happy Tori's not wearing a geisha anymore. She's back to being, you know, slutty. That's good. I'm okay with this. Yeah. Can't, be, can't yeah. be mad at even that. Maven mentions it. He's like something about the geisha outfit. And she's like, oh, yeah. I, I wish I <laughs> could be naked. And he's actors. like, Pfft. yeah, no. So it's, yeah. It's something happened. But yeah, so uh, Edge, like for so it's a little confusing. So Angle's trying to escape Edge, right? The main point here is escape being balded. Why would you then attack him? Oh, it's, I think it was because he was going to like shave his hair, but Edge yeah. choked him out, basically. Mm-hmm. A move that never works in the ring, but if you're not in the ring, apparently is the most effective maneuver <laughs> ever because Angle is out like a light in about five seconds. <laughs> yep. And uh, just um, nothing happens. Well, the, the thing that I hated the most about the uh, match itself between these two was that they kept showing the crane shot of the barber's chairs instead of the match. And I was like, we, we fucking yeah. get it. Right. Like, yeah, they, and now that they like, spent this yeah. much time setting up the angle, I, it makes me way more mad. Cause I'm like, we really, really didn't need to waste this much time. Just yeah. God damn it. So uh classic, um, classic thing that happens in every one of these segments is the first razor does not work. Always required yeah. to happen. Um, yep. And then edge goes ham. I was kind of concerned when they gave him a straight razor. I would not let another man who's not a barber no, yeah. anywhere near me with a straight razor. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Nope. Um, and yeah, now angles mostly bald. And then apparently if you're out, if you're unconscious, a, uh, a forceful pat on the back will awaken you from your stupor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, angle is now bald and he, Sean, he's angry. He's so angry. And there's a fun, they kind of fucked it up here. Edge is cutting a tiny promo. Like, Oh, it says saying you suck. They'll say you're bald. Hit the music, but they already turned the music on, so you didn't need to say hit the music. It was already on. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yes, I, I fucking love Angle. He just looks so... <laughs> he's like actually crying. It's so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's so Oh, fantastic. I love that man. And uh, the your bald chants are coming through pretty aggressively. So the crowd's into it. Yep. And it's funny, though, that, like Edge is the victor of this, but I feel like this did more for Angle by far than it did for Edge. Mm-hmm. Because this leads into the entire funny angle stuff. And then once he finally goes bald, it's just better. It just is better than weird balding Kurt Angle. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, all of it's hilarious. And uh, I thought this happened later in the year. Like, I could have sworn this was a King of the Ring or Great American Bash or something like that. But, um, yeah, I thought Great uh, American Bash too. But apparently we don't remember anything. But Sean, now, as you told me in a, in a text message, a, a match that young Sean would have marked the fuck out for. Yes. And current Sean is going, oh. Oh, dear God. I have to watch this. At least it's only 11 minutes. It's not like yeah, a 21 is, minute match here. Hollywood, the Hulk, the Hogan versus the Undertaker. Now, I, I, I have one, <laughs> imme- a couple immediate complaints. One, I hate the Undertaker's non-vocal version of that song. It just is weird, and I don't like it. <laughs> You're like, you've done it now. now. Like it's terrible. But big it's mistake. I can't allow. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just better. And yes, I listen to that a lot on Anthology, so I do know all the lyrics still, of course. Oh, yeah. But 
Um, it's at least it's better than not Voodoo Child, as I've decided to call this cover. It's not Voodoo Child. It's the name of the <laughs> yes. song. It, they it, literally, a version of Voodoo. No, Child. it's like somebody said, "Hey, you know Voodoo Child," and you don't want to sound dumb, so like, "Oh yeah, 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 I love it." <laughs> Play it. Uh, <laughs> uh and that's what happened. Like, good, good enough, pal. Yeah, it's it's mm. Jim Johnston ripoffs are not nearly as faithful. No, as Jimmy Hart ripoffs, like Jimmy Hart ripoffs are almost the real riff. These ones are like trying really hard to be like, no, see, we're not going to get sued. Yeah, it's it's like DDP's theme. Like, is it actually Nirvana? No, because they changed the very close. (laughs) They changed like one chord, right? Is that the only difference? (laughs) But then, like, there's the Bischoff one, like that sounds nothing like Back in Black. Yeah, but it's, I'm back, and like, yeah, he's. I don't know. It's so uh, we we saw that, and my ears bled, and I hate it. And just just play real American. Why why this? Just play real American. No well, one that's will know reserved or care. For Mr. America, that's an entirely different individual. You know what? You're right because that yeah, that is a different human, and they've never met. So yeah, yes, yeah, undisputed. That's coming up soon. Undisputed title match: Hogan, the champion, versus Undertaker. And uh, yes. my my thought going into this was all I can hope is it just is Undertaker destroying him when we move on. And then my next thought was, you know what? We're renaming this. This is now Bandana Mania, brother. Oh, yeah. Because it's this bandana versus bandana. Who wore it better? I say Taker because I always wore my bandanas just covering my giant forehead, too, instead of my mm-hmm. whole head. So I'm on well, Taker's side. Undertaker as champion is when he has that ladder match with Jeff Hardy, which means Matt Hardy's getting drafted to SmackDown soon and becoming version one. Yes, which is good for our viewing happiness. Mm-hmm. I do so. love that with it. I do love that on his new podcast and stuff. He like ad, he's adding more Matt facts. He went back to that a little bit. I love that. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, I mean, yes, yeah. the shot. The streak continues. Taker's dick is attacked by the top rope. So we. Still happen, yep. guys. We're not kidding when that we said that's a real thing. Like every pay per view in '97, he's in, and in 2002, it's happened. So I have a strong feeling that every single match in between, there's also a Taker Dick spot. Like I, I believe at the uh, Battle Royal Albert Hall, he got attacked too. He was just impervious. He just no sold. He just no sold. Yeah. yeah, he's like because hate because yeah. yeah, yeah. Paul Bear had the thing, and you know if you have the urn, your dick is impervious to damage. Until later, but if it's on your side, if it's against you, then it does not help you, of course. Yeah. It's it's complicated lore. You might you guys might not understand. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, Undertaker only really has a placebo effect anymore from the urn. It's 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 a complicated. Uh, Yeah. So I then say, Sean, the next spot is oh god, no. I do (laughs) not need to see Hogan accidentally kill the Undertaker doing a fucking superplex. Yeah, which no, almost um, fucking happens because Taker doesn't get flipped all the way over because Hogan doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, and yeah. Taker basically takes a brain buster from the top rope. Yeah, um, just Taker's too oh. tall. Well, apparently, Hogan's, remember Taker's too tall. Like Hogan's f- too suck. <laughs> Undertaker won his very first world title from Hogan with like a tombstone, and Hogan said like lied later and said that he took like uh, neck damage from that. And which, Undertaker yeah, which believed him. Yeah, Taker believed him for a long time until he was finally able to go back and watch him. Was like, dude, his head came nowhere near the fucking mat. Yeah, like, he is upset. So, so like, unless I the don't... the weight of Hogan's ego in his brain stretched his neck out, 
He's well, not, I mean, nothing happened. I mean, also, who knows what the the like elasticity of your skin happens when you spend four hundred days a year working between the international deadline. That's true. You know, I, makes sense. So that was a terrible spot. I don't ever want to see that ever again. Uh, and it fucking then immediately, oh my god, he can't even take a fucking choke slam. Hogan yeah, no. sucks so bad. <laughs> like <laughs> like Hogan takes like the old like. You know, in the wrestling games, like there's the two, there's like good choke slams. There's always that shitty one at the end where it's like, like a choke push. That's almost yes. what this is. Like Hogan gets a half a foot off the ground and one, it's like when Foley took it, but Foley was being thrown, you know, onto a cell. Same bump, but in a ring is what Hogan took. And he takes it a little bit better later, but I refuse to give him any credit because he, this one looked like dick. <laughs> um, Taker yeah. kicks out of the leg drop. So there's that. Hogan hits another one. Vince comes out and. Another thing I hate about Hogan, the fucking wind-up punch. I just want to say this. Look at him do it. If you're going to wind up a punch, wind it up so that you don't stop the wind-up and then have to punch. He winds it up backwards. He spins it, and then he has to stop it to punch him. If you wind it the other way, you can just punch in one fluid motion. Why can't we just do Why? 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 Oh, because he's terrible at everything he does. That's right. We should. We, that's you know what, and then it makes me think that that should have been Sid's finisher was the wind up punch because because it's basically a, like a softball pitch, and that's uh, true. Except Sid's. instead of a, instead of a punch, it's a softball wind up, and he like slaps their nuts real hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, would that should have been his finish. <laughs> Wait, what was it? Oh, his finish was what the power bomb was it? The power bomb? Yeah, power well, he had bomb. the power bomb, yeah. and he had a choke slam in WCW. He that's just had, right. You know yeah. what you would expect any big guy to do. Yeah. So. Um, I hated that spot, and now Hogan gets off the ground at least for the choke slam. Not much, but off. Um, and so uh, Undertaker wins with this choke slam, which I, I want to point out again here isn't actually his finish. It's a signature move. His finish yeah. is either the last ride of the tombstone, but I guarantee mm-hmm. you, Undertaker said, "Well, there's no fucking way Hogan can take either of those. He sucks dick. I guess I'm mm-hmm. choke slamming him." He's probably like, I'm not taking that tombstone again, brother. You almost yeah, killed so, me with the last time. And he's probably and of course, of course, Taker can't the last just ride's win. Worse. Of course, Taker can't just win fucking clean. It's got to be because Vince you know, came out there. There's chair shots and bullshit. Vince, and Vince yeah, is distracting her role and blah, blah, yeah. blah. It's, it's, so, it's not a good fucking match. Oh. And Meltzer gave it a, a one quarter of a star. So, it, yeah. Yeah, I gave it a one out of ten again. It's It's not not good. Very bad. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, well, I mean, so here's what I said. It's a Hogan match. So, I mean, it's a par. At least he lost just but another example of like Hogan being terrible. Hebner couldn't put the belt on Taker's waist, which is another recurring theme. He has trouble belting people. Yes. Um, he does not know then, how to button buttons. I don't. Think. Yeah. After the match, Taker uh, attacked Hogan. And I assume that's to write him off TV. I don't actually remember, but I assume he's going to be written off for a while here. I think I know later mm-hmm. in the year we get that Brock segment where he gets written off again. So I don't know how long he's out or whatever, but usually when they do the throat to the, you know, the chair to the throat, that's a write off spot. So we will see. We can only hope it's a write off spot is how I'll put it. Yeah. And uh, go off the air with Hogan down, Taker standing tall, how it should be. And uh, yeah, that was that was that was the show. Yeah, I mean, I remember liking this Taker uh, title run because this is when he like wore the belt around his neck when he rode the bike, and yeah, <laughs> kinda, he just was cocky and a heel for a while. Oh, oh that's it. something um, I didn't mention. Taker didn't ride a bike in this time. Oh yeah, I, wa- uh, I wonder. I don't know strange. if may- I don't know why. Maybe 
either maybe there's really just not room down there like those stairs between the barricade like they yeah i don't know it's small the gaylord center is lacking on space man it's real tight squeeze and the the gaylord center is real tight (laughs) i'm not going to dignify that with a response yeah (laughs) no that was pretty Uh, I gave this overall a uh, a six out of ten. Um, so the problem with me in these shows are I'm kind of just not expecting anything good from the early part of the year, right? I just expect it to be terrible. Yeah. So yeah. like, if it's average, that's that's great. Like I'm mm-hmm. like I was actually like after I you know let it all you know simmer down, I went okay. It wasn't actually a great pay-per-view, but it, it was no. slightly above average, which for this is is really good. So six out of ten. Yeah. Um, the banger, the the opening match was good. It's always going to be good with those two. The Hell in a Cell match was good. Um, uh, mostly everything <laughs> else delivered average. Some of the stuff was really garbage, uh, but you know, I, I, the main event I, I rated really low, but at least it ended with Taker on top. So that's a good ending. Like that's the one yeah. thing I will say. Like some people, oh. The main event sucked. Okay, but what ha- did something happen after the main event? Because I don't care what the end of the match was. What is the you know the last thing you see? It's Taker with the belt. So we're good. The match sucked. I don't care. But the show was the end of the show was fine in my book. Yeah. No, I mean like as far as not just two thousand two, but also ninety seven and the other stuff that we watched. This show wasn't a pain in the ass to sit through. Like no. a lot of the shows are. So yes, I mean, 100%. Just, this one wasn't uh, bad. Yeah. But I don't agree with anything the readers of The Observer say. Like the best no, match poll, Edge versus Kurt Angle got 201 votes. That's the followed best match? Followed by for the best match. Mm. 201 votes it wins. Second was Triple H versus Chris Jericho with only 97 votes. And third, RVD versus Eddie with only 46 votes. So it won yeah, by so, a pretty overwhelming majority. So I um, don't know. I, I think I would give it to Triple H Jericho. I think I'd put that one. I'd put yeah. Eddie RVD two. And then I think I'd put the triple th- the handicap match, I mean, next. And then Edge and Jericho. I yeah. know you have to go through the big show bits, but I still think if you kind of like, if you can focus yourself, I thought it was better. I don't know. Maybe they're yeah. similar, but what well, was the, the worst, worst match? match and best match pull? The worst match works. Um, you know, they list everything that's not on the best. So, um, Rikishi and Rico versus Billy and Chuck got 139, but Hogan versus Taker got 131. So it's within eight votes for the worst match there okay. between which those is two good matches. because like I, the problem is I'm going to say Taker Hogan won because that yeah. other one was an angle, not a match. So I'm not even going to really count that. Right. So the and, worst uh, match here was that. Like, I think if it's under, under, I don't know. What if we say if it's under five minutes, we disqualify it because that's typically just an angle of some sort. Yeah. Well, it's it's the popcorn match of the week. Yeah. Hey, there we go. I didn't. Did you hear something? No. Uh, no idea what you're talking about. What? Okay. We getting special effects now? Damn. <laughs> fancy boy. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, the next Hardy's versus Lesnar and Heyman got 29 votes for worst. That status. wasn't, uh, there's nothing wrong. You it actually say. says Trish status, not Stratus. So that, that, oh, that, that shit. I just had said, uh, versus Keebler, 19 votes. And then the handicap match got eight votes for worst, but that's see again, I, I would argue that the Trish Stacy match 
was so short an and it was an angle that I, I wouldn't say it was like it was bad, but it it didn't take well, it was up bad much. because Reverend Devon isn't good other than the <laughs> masturbation angle. Look no, no, no. YouTube. Well, no. See, here's the thing. He's he's not good, but he's one of those people that's so bad. You're like, I if I will watch him talk for another five minutes just to see what nonsense he babbles out. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, he is not the promo of the Dudley Boys. And if you go back to no. ECW, like it's all about Bubba, and then Devon yeah. will say a few lines, but Bubba yeah. is the one who gets all and the Devon was like the Billy Gunn of the group. Don't don't let him talk too much. Just a couple is, is all you need. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. No, oh, yeah. I don't so know let's how see. I feel three about stars. the gun club. Uh Kurt Angle. I gave him number three because he cried and I love him and he's funny. Oh yeah. And he also just yeah, he lost his hair. Poor guy. Uh, two, I give it to Austin for the okay. for everything he did with Flair and um, fucking hilarious. And tried with show and he was funny. Yeah, I said that. Still fucking awesome. Love him. Although we're about to lose him uh, mm. fairly soon for a little bit. Yeah, because uh, he's going to take his he's going to take his ball and go home. Yep. And then the the first star, I cheated again. Uh, double credit. Jericho and Triple H because neither of them really carried that match. I think they both put in the same amount of effort toward it. And, I think um, Tim White carried that match. That's the bonus star. Hey, we're on the same brainwave. Yeah, I gave a bonus <laughs> star to Tim White. So with the the only uh, the only description for his bonus star is yikes. Yeah, yeah. That's all you need Fair to know. Enough. Yikes. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, that was Judgment Day. It was a two thousand and two. Also, yeah. the theme song for this event was the song Broken by the hard rock band 12 Stones. Thank you, Wikipedia. Yeah, I don't think that's what played during our version of it. There was a song. Uh, there was a I song. Think it was, I don't think I, it was that. I think <laughs> it, was, it was original BGM number five, and it just yeah. happened to have some lyrics because it sounded remarkably similar to the one that wasn't young or old in backlash oh yeah like, yeah yeah mm-hmm. and i was like this is interesting because it has lyrics but i still don't think this is a band i think that's how these events end up being like 248 instead of three hours because they like cut out commercials like saliva with the new album yeah, yeah pretty much <laughs> um next week we're doing the um Austin Flair Raw is that what yes, you said? Yes, I call I called an audible. Um, I don't, well, an audible, and that we didn't we hadn't decided yet what we we're going to do next because we just hadn't because you know we typically have two pay per views for our terrible decision to watch every pay per view of the year that happens. We're still doing yeah, that, yeah. Uh, but I, I really and we really should have probably watched that first since it happened first chronologically. But yeah, you, you know, know we we also watched WrestleMania thirteen then twelve. Right, and then 18, and then 17. So it it doesn't matter. No one cares. Well, we already did this with 97. We went back and watched the Raw from 421 after we watched a pay-per-view. Yeah, and then we we went back and we watched our first Raw after it was, yeah. So this is fine. But yeah, I want to watch that just because I want to see that. As far as I can tell, it's the only one-on-one Flair Austin match that ever happened. So I feel like it's historic. I think. Yeah, I mean, there sure. might be some. There may be something crazy I don't know about, but I don't think they ever got, they ever wrestled in WCW. Um, okay. Because yeah, Flair no. was so much higher up the card at that point, obviously, when he was there. Right. I and, mean, like they might have like on a house shows or whatever, but I don't think there's. Yeah, a, like, but I don't think there's any like TV. Yeah, exactly. So I want to go see that. We'll see how it is. Um, because I googled it just to check and get the date right, and it seems like a lot of people look back on the flair Austin stuff, uh, not very kindly, which seems weird. Cause I thought they worked, they've worked 
fine together. So if I don't see anything wrong with it, right? Yeah, I I wonder if people were upset that they were already turning flare by that point. Um, Maybe I could be. I don't know. But yeah, I, I, we're going to see that's going to be our next show. And then we're going to get back into uh, into 97 with the King of the Ring. Oh, and then, yeah, immediately after that, we'll be doing King of the Ring 02. So Austin, this this raw will probably be the last time we see 2002 Austin then because he's gone um, by, by King of the Ring, right? Um, yeah, it was a qualifier match that made yeah. him leave, I believe. So uh, we'll still obviously see him in '97, but uh, yeah. So I, I guess it's kind of good we did this. We'll get one bonus little Austin thing, like as a, a send off party until he does he come back in 2002 or is it not till 03? It's later um, in 2002. I think it's 03, right? but it might be later 02. Honestly, I cannot remember. Um, yeah, I, don't, which I guess two it is. Hey, that's why we're watching <clears throat> these so we remember things. Yeah, I, yep, I don't I remember, mean, but it is one of those. I, we'll see. And then he, and then 2003 is like his last active year. And then he goes into the, you know, the, the underrated Austin era where he's like the sheriff. I liked that. Yeah. He runs the quad and all that. Yeah. And then he had the beer bashes, which no one saw, but I've heard stories about those being just great. Like he just drinks beer and does crazy. She's like jackass out there. He like stole JR's chair and he rolled all the way down the ramp drinking beer one night. Yeah. It just it yeah. seems fun and everyone really seemed to enjoy those. So I'm glad he got to just do that. I'm surprised Vince let him, but I guess once they're off the air, Vince, you know, whatever, who cares. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, this this was one of those shows that had like actually about fourteen thousand people in a seventeen thousand person arena that they called yeah. a sellout. So the the industry's already cooling off. But yeah. once you don't have Austin involved, shit gets really weird for a while. So it's gonna be yeah. interesting. Um, to see Triple H turn heel again like that and to see like everything start. Yeah, because I think kinda... we're almost we're right about there too. Triple H is about to heel again, I think. Yep, and uh, Taker eventually loses the belt. I don't know if it's directly to Lesnar. I can't remember what happens, but it might be. It, yeah, it might be. But we're yeah, we're about to get into Lesnar's first reign, which and then that what that what leads to the is it does he lose it to Angle or he I don't remember. Who knows? Eddie gets um, in there somewhere. No one knows. We'll find out. Might be JBL. Oh, JBL. That's right. It might be near JBL. That's true. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Remember. We're in for a wild, a wild ride of who remembers. I don't remember shit. So, yeah, it's been a long time and I've never taken the time to go back and watch every chronological pay-per-view. So we're going to we're going to be it's gonna catching be up with all these sorts of things very soon. But we'll see that raw next week. And, you know, for now, again, show questions comments concerns suggestions advertisement whatever you want to do get a hold of us at talking smart wrestling at gmail.com you know talking at talking underscore smart at twitter uh facebook.com slash talking smart wrestling um you know just go to talking that's a link tree it'll take you to all those places and wherever you can listen to our podcast which is all the available podcast platforms like spotify google you know, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. If there isn't one, let us know. Maybe we'll need to think about throwing it on there, too. Who knows? Yeah, well, we'll give them the link to the RSS feed, and hopefully we'll be on your platform soon, too. So get a hold of us. Again, at TalkingSmartWrestling at gmail.com. For now, we're going to get out of here. Um, we got to go watch Raw. And uh, 
and hopefully the entire show doesn't suck around. Yeah, that, that's the thing we don't tell you about. That's the behind the scenes is we actually watch every one of these back to back without sleeping in a row. And these are all recorded back to backs. That's what you don't yeah. know. We spent literally one full month not sleeping, only watching yeah. wrestling. This is still January. Yeah. Any day now, <laughs> we'll get we'll get to have a pizza. <laughs> bye bye. Peace.